Yud Bet Iyar, Tafshin Ayin Zayin, coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Moledet, Lahakat Kaveret Pugi, off of Pugi Ba Park, opens things up here on this edition of the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Thank you so much for joining us, for making us a part of your week. We are here each and every week, every Monday, immediately following JM in the AM, 9 AM Eastern Time, which uh, 
almost always translates to 4 p.m. Israel time, and we're available on demand. You can, let's say you have to go into work now, right? You park your car and you, you're, you're running into work, 5 after 9. You want to hear the show. Don't miss work. You don't need to miss work. No, no. That's why we have audio on demand. That's why we have the archives where you can listen to the show whenever you want. Just go to the Nachum Siegel Network app and go to the archives or on nachumsiegel.com and go to the archives. You could do either of those and listen to the show whenever you want. And we're thankful for those who do that. Many do. And we're thankful for those who are here with us live. Um, We have a great show coming up. We're going to bring you some clips from several Yom Ha'atzma'ut speeches, all of which I found incredibly inspirational. And I believe that you will as well. I hope you stay tuned with us for uh, the balance of the hour. We're going to preserve the minhag of uh, the sphere format being slow and inspirational music, meaning slow music that is inspirational to, to help bring out the emotions that we have about these, uh, the, the, these days that commemorate, according to the Chazal, the uh, death of the Talmidim of uh, Rabbi Akiva. So, brand new music from Yehoram Gaon, Eretz Chayel, it's called. And uh, words are by Ovadia Chamama, melodies by Ovadia Chamama, sung by Yehoram Gaon. We're sharing it, debuting it with you here on the Israel Show, Eretz Chayel. Yehoram Gaon, my name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> תקוות גדולות, אורות סגולה, אחת ואין שנייה. כל אבן בא, הלב נושם, כל אבן דרך, יש לה שם, בשעריה החולמים, ועריות של רחמים. Will you 
from Yehoram Gaon, debuting here on the Israel Show, Eretz Chayil, words and melody by Oved Yechamama. My name is Mayor Weingarten, you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Well, last week is Yom Atzmod, and there was lots of activity on Yom Atzmod, always uh, able to find inspiring things. Very surprisingly, I did not see much coverage of Vice President Pence hosting a small group of um, mainly Jewish leadership in a ceremony where he celebrated Yom Hatzmot. It was like so underreported. I don't know why it didn't get more play. And I got to tell you something. He spoke amazingly, and we're going to share some clips with you. I have to say that Vice President Pence is a religious Zionist. He's in our camp. He's a religious Zionist, just from another religion, but, you know, we'll take him from wherever they come. He's a believing Christian. And then the first clip we're going to play for you, you'll notice a couple of things. First of all, he mentions the Hebrew date, the fifth day of the month of Iyar. And then he says... In ancient and on that day, in ancient and eternal homeland of the Jewish people, the state of Israel was reborn, and he said nothing short of a miracle. Prophecy literally came to pass, and I think about how, within our community, we find ourselves arguing all too often about the meaning of the miracles that God has done for us. We've spoken about the uh, idea, Sha'in Baal Hanes Makir Biniso. And as we said before, Az Yom Ruva Goyim Higdil Hashem La'asotimela. The realization that God has done a miraculous thing for us sometimes has to come from the nations of the world who are looking in from the outside. So here's uh, clip number one Vice President Pence at the White House celebrating Israeli Independence Day. You're all here, all of you, regardless of your home, your creed, because on this day, the fifth day in the month of Iyar, in the Hebrew calendar in 1948, nothing short of a miracle occurred. 
On that day, in the ancient and eternal homeland of the Jewish people, the state of Israel was reborn in our time. On that day, the Jewish people's 2,000-year exile, the longest exile of any people anywhere, ended. And on that day, a prophecy literally came to pass. And I believe in my heart that God himself fulfilled his promise to his people. The Lord God tells us in the old book, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into, and ye shall live. And Israel lives today. The vice president there quoting um, the prophecy of Yechezkel of the Atzamote Veshot, the dry bones, where God says, I will... I will um, uh, breathe into you and you will live and all those valley of dry bones get up and go to Eretz Yisrael. Um, and as he continues again in such a f- religious Zionist form and recognizing how the formation of the state of Israel, the reestablishment of Jewish sovereignty in, this, in the land of Israel is a Kiddush Hashem bears witness to God's faithfulness as well as their own. Here is a continuation of uh, Vice President Mike Pence at the White House. Today and every day, the state of Israel and her people bear witness to God's faithfulness as well as their own. How unlikely was Israel's birth? How much more unlikely has been her survival, and how confounding against all odds, both past and present, has been her thriving. Since the moment of their independence, the Israeli people have awed the world with their strength of will and their strength of character. They've turned the desert into a garden, scarcity into plenty, and the people of Israel have turned hope into a future of security and prosperity. And at all times, in war and in peace, the people of Israel, the Jewish people, have held their heads high. Every day Israel takes the curses and slanders of too much of the world and turns them into blessings. The dignity of the people of Israel rebukes all who condemn them, not for what they do wrong, but they condemn them for what they do right. Amazing words from Vice President Pence. Truly uh, words that you would expect from uh, Zionist leadership, religious Zionist leadership, about how the state of Israel against all odds, meaning... A miracle, miraculously, God is doing this this for us on our behalf in our times. And um, the vice president... For my part, my Christian faith compels me to cherish Israel, as well as our deep alliance and historical ties. The songs of the land of the people of Israel were the anthems of my youth when I was growing up. You know, my wife and I had the privilege of visiting Israel in 2004 and 2008. And we fulfilled a lifelong dream to bring all of our children to the Holy Land in December of 2014. It was a joy, inexpressible. And he has a great historic vision of the place of the Jewish people in the world. He talks about how in history, those who hate the Jewish people end up hating others. Their evil thoughts end up becoming evil actions. And then, again, he says, 
it was faith that led the Jewish people to return to their ancient homeland. These are amazing words coming from the Vice President of the United States. Amazing, amazing words from a deeply religious person. So here's uh, this last clip from the um, from the speech of Vice President Pence at uh, the White House in honor of Yom Ha'atzmaut. History attests that enmity, enmity toward the Jewish people often turns from evil thought to evil action. The state of Israel bears witness to this truth. On this day so many years ago, only three years after the horrors of the Holocaust, Israel was given life by a people who had looked into the eye of the angel of death. The Jewish people had persevered through history's darkest hour. For in that darkness shine the light of faith, of hope, and of love. It was faith that led the Jewish people to return to their ancient homeland. It was hope that spurred them to strive with all their strength for a brighter future. And it was love for each other and a love for freedom that has inspired the Jewish people to greatness at the hour of Israel's birth and every hour since. And so today we celebrate and we marvel at all that Israel and her people have accomplished. We praise their vigilance and resolve in the face of crisis and condemnation and for their enduring courage in this time of widening challenges and unknowable threats. And today we remember the sacrifice of those who gave so much for Israel's existence and for those brave men and women who stand sentry at this very hour. Israel is an eternal testament to the undying fortitude of the Jewish people, to the unfathomable power of human freedom, and to the unending faithfulness of God. Indeed, though Israel was built by human hands, it's impossible not to sense that just beneath her history lies the hand of heaven. For as God tells us in his word, speaking to his people so long ago, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I believe these words are as true today as they were in millennia past, and so I say with confidence, with your help, with God's help, through the strength and courage of the people of Israel and all who cherish her, and with President Donald Trump in the White House, the best days for Israel and America are yet to come. Thank you very much. May God continue to bless and protect Israel and the people. And may God bless America.
Ethnica with instrumental of Eretz Eretz, a uh, very famous uh, part of Israeli classical music, if you will. Um, my name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Um, just want to point out at the end of the speech of uh, Vice President Mike Pence, he quoted a pasuk. That pasuk is from Yirmiyahu. <sighs> To quote the Vice President, for as God tells us in his word, speaking to his people so long ago, quote, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. These were words that were made famous by Yirmiyahu in an hour generation by, by Avram Freed. I'm mindful of the plans that I have made concerning you. Num Hashem, declares the Lord, Machshavot Shalom, plans for your welfare, Vololera, not for disaster, Latait Lachem, Acharit Vitikva, to give you a hopeful future. Kolakavod to the Vice President. And you know what? Malcolm mentioned on Friday, when we owe uh, a debt of gratitude to people, we, we can show it. We can uh, write an email, go onto the website, and uh, easily uh, do a Google search, how to send an email to Vice President Mike Pence, and say thank you so much for the beautiful words that you, uh, <clears throat> that you shared on Israel Independence Day and how moving they were. Let's all do it. I'll do it after the show. Let's all do it. Important point. Um, a little later on, we're going to also get to clips from two very inspiring speeches, two former prisoners of Zion, Natan Sharansky and Yuli Edelstein, who both sat on the dais of the um, annual Bible contest for youth. This is the Chidon HaTanach which brings kids, high school kids, from all over the world to Israel. And uh, their entry ticket is knowledge of Tanakh, of big, big parts of Tanakh. Not all of it, but large swaths of the Tanakh. And uh, the best of the best of the best get to the finals, which are broadcast live on Israeli television on Yom Ha'atzmaut every year. The Prime Minister graces the uh, proceedings by coming towards the end and asking the last question, and this year, a big deal, and we spoke about it over on Jamie the Amen, a big deal was made of the fact that the um, the young man who won the Chidona Tanakh, who beat out everybody else, does not go to a um, Orthodox school he goes to a regular Mamlachti school, an Israeli public school. He comes from a uh, Sephardic traditional family. So one would say his level of observance of Shabbat and of other things may not be at the same level that we would consider someone today as Orthodox. I wouldn't say he's secular. That's the way they were touting it here. You know, a non-Dati, he does go to a non-Dati school, and it's pretty amazing. He took the last two months off from school. 
He was given a pass. He had to make up the stuff later. He was given a pass in order to prepare for the Chidon. And he's had this dream for a long time. He loves Tanakh. And it really fits in with things that I've said here many times over the past years. This breakdown that we have in America, the idea that we are in um, orthodox, conservative, and reformed divisions, thankfully doesn't exist in Israel. Minor way and the reform and conservative are trying their best to, to chip away. But on the whole, first of all, the Sephardic Jews in Israel, which are about 50% of the country, come from traditional homes. They're not looking to conservative or reform or anything like that. If, as, they, as, as the joke goes, the shul they don't go to is an orthodox shul. But they do go to shul, and they do respect a lot of the customs and the traditions, and they find that their Judaism is important to them, even if they don't carry it out in exactly the same way we do. And this family is a great example. Here's a young man, doesn't go to a religious school, doesn't lead what we would call an orthodox lifestyle, and yet is so pulled by the Tanakh. It speaks to him in such a strong voice, in such a loud voice, that I think these these definitions fall away. You have people in Israel, and we've spoken about it again many times, singers, songwriters. Ovadia Hamama, we played a song of his not long ago. He considers himself not orthodox, and yet he writes songs to the sacred words of our tradition Anavachawach was his first one where he was so moved on Lagba Omer at Meron when they were singing Anavachawach and he understood what the meaning was and he understood that to record it when he wrote that gorgeous melody to record it he needed to have a minyan so he asked 10 other singers to come we see how so many quote-unquote secular Jews in Israel, mitchazkim, they're strengthening themselves in their Jewish observance. How there's a fight now over Shabbat in Tel Aviv where religious and non-religious are fighting together to preserve the Shabbat because the Shabbat is the day of rest. We have to break out a little bit, I think, especially in Israel. We have to break out of those old, outmoded divisions. We have to stop putting people in boxes. And we have to appreciate what each Jew brings to the fore. Another thing at the Chidon Tanakh, which was astounding to me, there was a young girl, I believe they said that she's from Grodna, which is um, somewhere in the for- former Soviet Union. I'm not that familiar with the um, geography. And she goes to a, um, a Russian school, a non-Jewish school, and on her own, she studied for the Chidon 
And as I was watching, I was blown away, blown away by her answering the questions of the Chidon in Russian. She was quoting the Psukim in Russian. You imagine, not that long ago, in our lifetime, had she been caught studying the Tanakh, she would have been arrested, the KGB would be all over her. And here she comes to Yerushalayim, her head high, amongst the final winners, the finalists of the Chidon. And she's answering, she's quoting the Psukim in Russian. It, 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 you know, everybody brings something to the table. It, 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 is, it was amazing, amazing, amazing to me. So let's try. Let's try in our own lives to remember that maybe the time has come <clears throat> where we break down some of these divisions, where we stop putting people in boxes and recognize that each one brings something to the table. Each person brings his own pintaliyid, as they say in Hasidus. Here is um, a song in memory of Uri Orbach. The words were written by Uri Orbach. The melody by Yishai Rebo, the great Yishai Rebo. He also sings it. It's called Balayla. Beautiful song. Memory of Uri Orbach. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Come on. 
Beautiful. Not given enough credit, Ishai Rebo, for uh, composing and singing that song in memory of uh, Uriorbach. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. So, Yom Ha'atzmaut, last week, and at the Chidon Tanakh, two heroes, two heroes of the Jewish people. There's no other way to say it. Their pictures should be up on our walls. Natan Sharansky, known back in the day as Anatoly Sharansky, prisoner of Zion, who sat for years and years in prisons and in labor camps in Siberia, who stood up to the mighty evil empire, the Soviet Union as did so many other Jews, and Yuli Edelstein, who did the same, which comes to show you how an empire with nuclear arms can be brought down sometimes, or at least made to bend by the unyielding will of individuals those like Sharansky and Edelstein and Sylvia Zalmanson and so many, so many others who walk amongst us now in Israel and don't get enough credit for their heroism. So uh, Natan Sharansky is today the head of the Jewish Agency and they're one of the sponsors of the Chidon Tanakh. So he speaks um, before the Chidon begins, as does Yuli Edelstein. He called him his comrade in arms. And Sharansky told the story of uh, the Leningrad trials where Sylvia Zalmanson, all sham trials in, in the former Soviet Union, what was then the Soviet Union, <clears throat> where um, they were charged with treason and all kinds of other crazy uh, charges. And the court, uh, asked Sylvia Zalmanson, the prisoner of Zion, asked her, do you have any closing statement? And she got up and said, And then continues Natan Sharansky to tell the audience that eight years later he also was standing on, was on trial at yet another sham trial in the Soviet Union. And the court, the judge asked him if at the now that the end of the trial is arriving, is, is approaching, does he have anything to say to the court? We've mentioned this before. It's in his book. He gets up and he says, I have nothing to say to this court because I do not recognize you as a legitimate court, but I do have words to say to the Jewish people, and he too ended with Imeshka Chechi Ushalayim 
Tishkach Yemini. And Sharansky asks, why? What explanation do we have that when we're about to go into years and years of imprisonment, of hard labor, that we choose to say, Mishkachich Yerushalayim, Tishkach Yemini, of all things. And um, here is his answer. As he told it at the Chidon, we'll translate um, after it. so Natan Cherensky says, when you're about to go into prison, you have to convince yourself that you're not going to be alone, that the Jewish people are going to be with you. And what words symbolize most the continuity of our fight for return to the land of Israel, for our fight against the Galut, for our fight to return to the holy city of Yerushalayim, those words, those are the words that symbolize that continuity, and those are the words that give me the strength, says Sharansky, to continue in my fight, as he did. What an unbelievable person. And then he had one more point, which I found very interesting. As he said, as he was the head of the Jewish agency, he had the privilege of joining one of the flights that brought the Ethiopian Jews to the land of Israel. And he says, as they were on the plane and they were told that now they're approaching Yerushalayim, he says the cheers and the shouts, Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim. Those feelings, the yearning, is what gave them, the Ethiopian Jews, the same koach that gave him. The yearning of all Jews from all over the world, even in God-forsaken Ethiopia, gave them the strength to continue their fight and to hold on. Here's the second part of that. He said that 
<clears throat> during the entire flight from Addis Ababa, from Ethiopia to Israel, which is hours and hours, not in business class, by the way, they sat in stunned silence. But when they were told that they're now flying over Yerushalayim, it's, it, the whole plane erupted in cheers and shouts and Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim. It's just so amazing. It's, we are living in the miraculous times that our Nevi'im promised us thousands of years ago. I don't know. I don't know how uh, we can all see it, but I guess we don't. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Here's Ron Weinwech Orit Kamri with uh, Anna Kaili Aneni. <laughs> אדומים היו מדע וזוכר אני הכאב מתוך עיניו עיניים פקוחות חורק שיניים והשתיקה קורת שמיים Lochshotzfata, <laughs> Be it for the altar. 
Beautiful new music, slow and inspirational sphere format Israeli music, Anna Kelia Neni, Ron Weinrich, and uh, Orit Kamri. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Okay, we're going to dedicate the last part of the show to another, the other refusenik, the other um, former prisoner of Zion, Yuli Edelstein, who is now Speaker of the Knesset. What a special person he is. Really. And he told, the theme of the Chidon this year was Yerushalayim, the 50th year and so forth. And he told the story of his first time coming to Yerushalayim after he was released from prison in the, the Soviet Union. Now, interestingly, he was released from prison on Hey Iyar exactly 30 years ago. And uh, so... Hey, Iyar is his double Independence Day. It's the Independence Day of the state and his independence from the gulag, from the prison and labor camps of the Soviet Union. And then about a month and a half later, he and his family leave for Israel, finally, finally fulfilling their dream. And before he leaves, as he's talking to the different um, Jewish agency people, he has one request. He says, when I arrive, I want to go straight from the airport to the Kotel. So if you can arrange a car with a driver to take me and my family, I would be very uh, happy. That's what I would like. Okay, well, the word spreads that Yuli Edelstein is arriving on a certain day and that he's coming to the hotel. That's going to be his first stop. So thousands and thousands make their way to the Kotel to welcome this Jewish hero, Yuli Edelstein, prisoner of Zion, to welcome him home. And the Jewish agency provides a nice large van for him. He continues to tell the audience at the Chidon Tanakh, his family and him, the luggage, a Russian-speaking driver who himself made Aliyah seven years ago. And of course, they speak in Russian and so forth. As they approach Yerushalayim, as you can imagine, Yuli Edelstein's heart is pounding. First time seeing Yerushalayim, he says he he cried. He says, I'm not ashamed to say it. We cried. And then the driver says, where do you want to go? Now, I understand that this driver was used to taking people to Merkaz Klita, Mivaseret and Gilo and so forth, absorption centers. And understand also, well, we'll play the clip first and then we'll do it. So, Yuli Edelstein answers the question of the driver. The driver asks him, Where do you want to go? 
אז הנהג אומר, לאן לקחת אתכם? אני אומר לו, לכותל. הוא אומר, איזה קוטג'? <laughs> אמרתי לו, לא, לכותל, בעיר העתיקה. הוא אומר, לא מכיר שום קוטג', אני מסיע עולים חדשים למס... למרכזי קליטה. אני מכיר את גילו, מכיר מבשרת ציון, איזה קוטג' אתה רוצה? אמרתי, לכותל, נו, ל-Western Wall, לעיר העתיקה. הוא אומר, לא יודע מה זה. So the word cottage in Hebrew means cottage cheese, but also means a, a, a cottage, a small house. And Yuli um, Edelstein, uh, when the driver says, where do you want to go, is the driver is used to taking new olim to their absorption center, to a house, whatever. So Yuli Edelstein says, I want to go to the hotel. And the driver says, I don't know, I don't know about any cottage. He says, no, no, not cottage, hotel, hotel, cottage, hotel. This driver who has been in Israel, this Russian driver been in Israel for seven years, didn't know what the Kotel was and didn't know how to get there. So in a very humorous fashion as he's telling the story, he tells how the driver um, pulls down his window at a, at a red light and starts to ask somebody directions. And by the time he gets the words out, the light changes and the guy whisks away. הוא פותח את החלון של האוטו ברמזור, אומר, סליחה, עדני, עד שהוא מסיים את האדוני, הרמזור מתחלף לירוק, כל הנהגים נוסעים. So now, so now it's my turn, I'm going to ask somebody, I figured, you know, now I'm the guy's a knocker, I'm going to ask somebody, how do you get to the hotel? אז אני לוקח יוזמה, מתחיל לשאול, פותח את החלון, אומר, סליחה, איך מגיעים לכותל? הנהג אומר לי, באמת, אנשים מאוד מנומסים בארץ, אומר לי, אין בעיה, קח פה ישר על יפו, תפנה לקינג ג'ור, שם תפנה, תרד לאגרון. אני שעתיים בארץ, איזה יפו, איזה קינג ג'ור, איזה אגרון, אין לי רישיון נהיגה בכלל. He says that uh, as he stops uh, a car and asks him how to get to the Kotel, the guy starts explaining to him, go down King George, go down Yafor, this, I groan. And he says, but I, I'm, I, I'm like, I got here two hours ago. I have no idea what, what he's talking about. So again, they're now in a situation where there are thousands of people waiting for them to get to the Kotel. And they have no idea how to get there. And so they see... The walls of the old city, and Yuli Edelstein says, "I recognize them from pictures. He had never seen them before. It was his first time in Yerushalayim, but he's seen postcards and pictures, and he knew that they were close because here are the walls of the old city, and he sees three young high school aged kids with kipot walking, and he says, "Oh, this is good. This is good. Um, we're going to ask them how to get there." And um, the driver runs out, goes over to these three kids and says, Kotel, Kotel. So they say, we'll take you. Give us a ride and we'll show you how to get, <laughs> how to get there. So they squeeze into the car. Here's the clip. I'll give you the punchline after. Kotel, Kotel, Eifo Kotel. Achevra, you Israelim tovim. Omrim lo en baya, ten lanu tramp, anachnu nare lecha. Mazal, haya oto gadol. הוא מעלה את שלושתם לאוטו, מתיישבים, אחד יושב לידי, דוחף אותי ואומר, תגיד לי, יולי אדלשטיין כבר הגיע לכותל? The 
אמרתי לו, תשמע לי טוב, תשמע לי טוב, אין שום סיכוי ליולי אדלשטיין להגיע לכותל לפניך. So the punchline of the story is that when they take in these three uh, hitchhikers, they pack into the van, and one of them sitting next to Adelson gives him a little shove and says, hey, did Julie Adelson get to the Kotel already? To which Adelson replies, listen, there's no way that Julie Adelson is getting to the Kotel before you. And the way he told it with tremendous chain, it was very, very funny. But then there was a moral to the story. There was a message. And so the speaker of the Knesset, on the 30th anniversary of his release from the Russian gulags, this hero, who in order to live a life as a Jew, in order to live in Eretz Yisrael, was ready to sit for years and years in prison and hard labor, turns to the high school boys and girls on the stage of the Chidon Tanakh, looking at them. They are the future of the Jewish people. And he says, I don't care who wins. Or how many points you each get. Because you've already attained this huge storehouse of knowledge that will be with you for life. And then he continues. בקשה לי אליכם, לא יודע מה כל אחד וכל אחת יעשו בחיים, תעשו לי טובה. פרט לעיסוקים שלכם, תדאגו גם לכך שמסביבכם לא יהיה אף יהודי שלא יודע מה זה כותל. He says, what I ask of you today is that whatever you end up doing in life, set aside some time to make sure that there isn't a Jew anywhere who doesn't know the difference between כותל and cottage two amazing people who just their their being there on stage is inspiring and their words even more so we're going to close out with uh, we have to decide what song we don't have <laughs> we don't have a lot of time so we'll close out with Rakafot Ben Haslaim Ariel Horowitz and before we do so two things first of all we ask you to please keep in mind for Rufu Ashleima if you're listening to the show anytime around the beginning of May for Rufu Ashleima for Shoshana Bat Rachel Shoshana Bat Rachel and for Uri Avraham Ben Elisheva Uri Avraham Ben Elisheva. We thank you so much for tuning in. We thank you for all your Facebook likes and comments. Take a look at our page, facebook.com slash The Israel Show. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network. And as always, my very special thanks to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, an hour of Jewish music, followed by an encore presentation of Headlines with David Lichtenstein, and then the great Monday Music Marathon until... Next Monday, immediately following JM in the AIM, this is Mayor Wangarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. בין הצפירות בכביש לרחובות המלוכלכים בין משפחות הפשע לטלוויזיה השטחית 
Slaying 